Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we are here together working hard to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program where we teach people how to use real estate to build a second stream of income based off of a comment from Warren Buffett. Uh, Warren Buffett said, never depend on a sole source of income, a job. Always invest to create a second source. And that's what we're doing. We're buying income-producing assets, everything from groups of single-family houses to big apartment complexes, self-storage complexes, um, hotels, strip shopping centers, anything that produces cash flow, helping us create a second stream of income. And this really goes along with what's been said for probably 6,000 years. Um, This is nothing new. It's not a new concept. It's something that if you read The Richest Man in Babylon by George Klassen, that it's been around for hundreds of years. But the average person thinks that a job is the end game. And the only way to make more money is to climb the corporate ladder, get a better job, work harder at the job, you know, wait for people to die or retire or get fired so that you can move up. That's the only way they know how to make more money. And part of the blame, part of the blame comes from our educational system. Our educational system is designed to put cogs in the machine. High school and college is there to get you a job. When I was, I guess, 19, I'd probably just turned 19, I went to my counselor at college and I said, hey, been here a year, Um, where are the classes on how to get rich? He goes, there are none. I quit school right then. That was it. I was like, why am I in college If I'm not here to learn how to get wealthy, I'm going to pay you 80 grand and you're going to teach me how to get a job? I had a job before I got here. I've had multiple jobs. And then the sales pitch is, yeah, but we can get you a higher paying job, but it's still just a job. It's not there to make you wealthy. I think the way that you need to look at your job is if you've ever played poker, and I hope I get this word right, It's called an ante. Just to play the game, you have to put your ante in that chip. But to win, you got to put more in. If you're going to be good, you got to put more chips in the game. Well, you need to look at your job. It's just the ante. Having a job is just 
to play the game. You have to buy income-producing assets to win the game. And that moves to the monopoly analogy. And so many people think monopoly is a kid's game. Nope, it's not. Do kids play it? Yeah. But it is a lesson in building wealth. If, if you play Monopoly and you just circle the board, collecting your paycheck, circle the board, pass and go, collect your paycheck, would you ever win the game? Never. You have to do what to win at Monopoly? Buy income-producing assets. And <laughs> you have to use leverage. There's people out there telling you to pay cash for your real estate. The most prominent is Dave Ramsey, who I love and respect. Um, but he's dead wrong. Average home, let's say, is 250, rent home is around 250, 300. How long does it take you to save up 300? Let's say it's, is it 10 years? Is it 15 years? Let's just say it's 10 years. It takes you 10 years to save up 300 grand. That means if you work 45 years from age 20 to 65, you can buy four and a half houses. We'll say five. With 300 grand, I can go out and buy 10 houses this year using leverage, a mortgage. I'm not going to wait till I'm 65 to have five houses. See, people who tell you to pay cash don't have any respect for your biggest asset and your most finite. Your life. Your time. You'll be dead before you have enough homes to retire. It is without a doubt the most thoughtless thing to say pay cash for real estate to the average person. Now, if you're making a million a year, and no, I'm not being I'm not exaggerating. If you make a million a year and you can buy a three hundred thousand dollar house every year, okay, get rich pretty quick. But if you pay cash for real estate, you will be dead before you get rich. Face it. You'll be dead. No. The power of building wealth is the safe use of mortgages. Leverage. If you don't use mortgages, again, you will probably be dead before you ever reach your financial goal. When we come back from the break here in a few minutes, I've got a guest on that has helped me, I think, do 40 different mortgages, 20, for, 20 purchases and 20 refis, or thereabout. Daryl Dyke of uh, noblemoney.com. And we're going to talk about using leverage to build wealth and why it is foolish to be afraid of debt. Now, 
Before he comes on, though, is there such a thing as bad debt? Absolutely. Credit cards, cars, um, junk, motorcycles. Uh, and, and the way you define good and bad debt is simple. If the monthly payment for the debt comes out of your pocket, it's bad. If the payment for the debt comes out of someone else's pocket, that's good debt. When you have a rent house, where does the rent payment come from? I'm sorry, the mortgage payment come from? Someone else. We'll talk more about this after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where today we're talking about leverage and debt, which are really the same words. So the word debt scares a lot of people. And the funny thing is, it should. You have to be very, very wise when you do it. And you only want to take on debt that produces income. Um, I want to be very sensitive to people who have been in massive debt, gotten out of debt, following the wonderful advice of um, Dave Ramsey. Because remember, I said I love Dave Ramsey. I respect Dave Ramsey, but he's wrong about all debt. He, any extreme point of view is almost always wrong. Just let, Let's just lay it out there. To have the extremist point of view that no debt is good, wrong, you're an extremist, back off. No. Debt is what makes big companies big. It's what makes little families wealthy. But it has to be income-producing debt. And you want to make sure you use the right type of debt. There are multiple, multiple products out there. Before I bring Daryl on, I'm working with a guy who went to someone other than Daryl and got a loan to buy a flip house. Well, the market changed. He's having trouble selling, so he wants to refinance and go ahead and rent it out. It's a perfect rental property. Because he used the wrong mortgage company and the wrong type of loan, he can't refinance that loan without putting an additional $20,000 down. He doesn't have the $20,000. So there's two lessons here. Educate yourself before you ever start investing in real estate. 
don't be the arrogant dummy that goes out there and says, this is not rocket science, I can do it by myself, or the just dumb idea that you're going to trial and error it and figure it out. Listen, you make a mistake on a single-family home, it can cost you ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. You make a mistake on an apartment complex, it can cost you millions. Using the wrong loan can cost you ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. So the two lessons are, I guess they're really one lesson, get educated on how to manage real estate and get educated on what types of loans to use so that you don't pick the wrong debt. So let's bring Daryl on. Uh, Daryl Dyke and I have been friends for good Lord 20 years and again he helped me with at least 40 mortgages, I, I believe it's 40, 20 purchases and 20 refis over I think it was about a three or four or five year period. Um, Daryl, thanks a lot for calling in. How are you today? I'm doing good. Fantastic. Steve, how are you? I'm doing excellent. Let me make sure I get the right website. Is it noblemoney.com or noblemortgage.com now? It's noblemortgage.com. We started with Noble Money when I started the company 20 years ago because Noble Mortgage wasn't available, but it, we made that transition, so now it's noblemortgage.com. Perfect. So anybody that wants to check him out while we're talking, go to noblemortgage.com noblemortgage.com Daryl, did you hear some of the stuff that I said while you were on hold? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. and I agree with all your points and uh, you know, I, I like Dave Ramsey as well but you know, if you're going to be in real estate you need to get comfortable with debt but it, you know, and I agree with you, real estate type, real estate debt is good debt because you're producing income off it so you're leveraging yourself which is one of the most powerful things about real estate. Yeah, it, and People will say, well, I paid cash, so I get higher cash flow. But your rate of return is a third of what it would be if you'd have used a mortgage. When you pay cash for a property and you make, say, $1,200 a month cash flow, let's just say it's 1000 okay, 12 times 1000 12000 a year, that's about a 4% rate of return on a $300,000 house. Whereas if I use leverage, I'm going to make 15 or 20% rate of return on my money. And like I described, I can buy 10 houses in one year that it would take somebody else. Um, if they can save 300 grand in, in 10 years, it would take them oh, 100, 100 years. They're dead. It doesn't work. So tell us a little bit about your investor package and what you're doing to help investors get the lowest down payment possible. Yeah, absolutely. So we've had a program for several years now that is built for real estate investors purchasing single family properties that are typically in distress or they need some sort of update and things like that. So we have a loan structure where it's a two loan process where they can purchase the property and get up to 100% financing on it, like the ones we did for you, where you're borrowing the money to purchase the property, you get the money for the renovations, and you can even include closing costs, provided it all fits under an, uh, an uh, after-repaired value of 75%. So if you're buying the property and the purchase and repairs and closing costs are all 75% of the future value of the property, you could potentially get 100% financing on the property on a short-term hard money loan. 
Now, once the repairs are completed, which typically are within 60 days or so, you then refinance it into a regular 30-year conventional mortgage, and then you start that process process over again. You know, you don't you don't always you're not guaranteed to get 100% financing every time, um, but if you buy it cheap enough, you can. But and you're right, you're leveraging yourself. I mean, we had several that we did for you, and I think your average out of pocket was what eight or twelve thousand dollars, something like that. Yeah, I think the low was eight. The highest, which was the most expensive one, was like twenty-two. So yeah, I, I was down there below fifteen thousand out of pocket per deal. Yeah, which is which is so powerful, right? Because you know, if you have most real estate investors have limited capital, so you, you need to leverage yourself. Um, you know, we had a guy several years ago that he had fifty thousand dollars in the bank, and, and we showed him this program. He bought eight houses using that fifty thousand dollars. You know, you take that fifty thousand dollars now. That's one house. Yeah. If you have to put down 20%, that's one house, you know, and he created a lot of passive income for himself and his family. And I'm sure he picked up a lot of, well, he picked up a lot of equity. If, if, if he, if he picked up eight houses at just 50 grand down total, um, there must've been a huge amount of equity, 30, 40, $50,000 per house or more. Yeah, absolutely. This, this was in 2012 when, you know, you could get 100% financing and the properties were selling pretty cheap at the time. And what do you call this loan? This is, is just a Joe rehab the Investor loan. or something like that? Yeah, we call ours a Joe the Investor loan, but a common name for it is a rehab to perm because it's a two-loan process. So you have the rehab loan, which stands for rehabilitation. You're buying the property to purchase it and do repairs because long-term lenders will not lend on a property that has any sort of disrepair. So broken windows, you need the roof, foundation, even like sheetrock damage. A conventional 30-year lender will not even lend on that property. So you need to use a loan that enables you to do the repairs, and that's what that rehab loan is built for. Once the repairs are completed, then you refinance it into that 30-year fixed mortgage um, and start cash flowing at that point. Yeah, the, the one thing... Well, I want to go back to something you said. I've done an analysis, and I do it in my Saturday class, where I compare a hard money loan or a bridge loan. A lot of people are calling them bridge loans because it's the, that's the term you use in commercial real estate. And the difference in the down payment was $20,000. Well, it was $20,000 total out of pocket using hard money your product. When I went to conventional, it was $67,000 out of pocket, but you bring up a good point. They're not even going to loan you. They're not going to give you the loan anyway. No, because if the there's a hole in the wall repairs. or a missing door or missing appliance, they're, they're not even going to loan on it. So you've got no. to use hard money. You've got to either pay cash or, or, or hard money, one of the two. So hard money is just an easier way to do it because you're able to leverage yourself. You can deduct the interest. I mean, yes, you're, are you paying higher interest? Yeah, you're paying higher interest for that first couple of months, but it's only a couple of payments. You know, you're not in that loan for 30 years. As soon as that property closes, you have your contractors out there the next day, renovate it, get it done, and then refinance it. Yeah, I don't think I had – I didn't make more than three payments on – any of the houses, yeah, and that was the outside. Usually, it was two, and then we close somewhere during the third month before I had to make a third payment. All right, let me open the phone lines. If you've got a question 
about building wealth for yourself and your family using hard money loans or to purchase rental properties or flips, um, give us a call, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or you can email me and I'll ask Daryl the question or answer it myself, however you phrase the question. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Okay, we got to go to break, Daryl. Please hang on for about four minutes, and we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, along with my special guest, Daryl Dyke of noblemortgage.com. Noblemortgage.com. He is an investor specialist. If you are an investor and you want to build wealth quickly and effectively and safely, he's a guy to reach out to, get pre-qualified with or pre-approved with, and look at his product because he can keep your down payments as low as possible and allow you to do deals that conventional loans would not let you do. Now, there is a conventional loan called a 203K. That thing is horrible, people. (laughs) It is horrible. They literally, the paperwork just to do a 203K loan could be as much as a year running a 20-unit apartment complex. They want to know exactly the brand, the style, the model number of every item you use in the house. I mean, it is an insanely useless loan, which is why so few people use it, and they move over to Daryl and use his uh, investor loans. So, Daryl, is the 203K still out there? Do you know? Hey, Daryl, are you there? Yes, sir. Yeah, is the 203K loan still out there? The 203K is out there. That's an FHA loan product, and it's not a bad loan product, but it's only built for someone who's going to be living in the home, so it's not built for an investor. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yes, sir. Well, that kills it right there. But yeah, Lord it's a great loan for someone to buy a house and do some updating it, but you have to live in the in the home. Any and all FHA loans are only built for someone who's going to live in the home. Owner occupants. Yes, sir. Interesting, because I went to, I mean, I'll just tell this quickly. I went to a bank one time, told them what I was doing. They said, well, we can do the 203K loan. But as soon as I saw all the paperwork that was required for the 203K, I was like, no, thank you. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a process, you know, like any government loan. But now you're mixing in the the very fluid process of renovating a home. And I know people who have who have, got, who have gotten those types of loans before. And they're, again, it's a good loan, but yeah, you have to be a patient person. You know, it's almost like going through the SBA to get SBA loan. Lots of paperwork. Okay, we've got a question by email. Do you do cash out refi for a current rental property? Yeah, absolutely. So on a rental property, you can borrow up to 75% of the value of the property and pull the rest of cash out or refinance and pull cash out. Or if it's free and clear, you get all the cash out. Wow. Okay. That was an easy one. Let's see. Um, this is a question that is I'm gonna leave it leave it anonymous this is a member of TWA Total Wealth Academy made an offer on a fourplex three units one needs rehab can I use a hard money loan for this yeah absolutely up to four units is still considered single family and so if it's a duplex, three unit, a four unit, you can still get a 30-year fixed mortgage and you can get a hard money loan. The key on those types of property is making sure you find comparables that are in the area. Because if it's a four unit property, just like a single family, you have to find like properties that have sold in the last three to six months. So ideally, there's other four unit properties that have sold in the immediate vicinity within the last three to six months. Okay. So the answer, Anonymous, is very simple. If you've got good comparable sales, you can use a hard money loan on single family, duplexes, triplexes, and fourplexes. Um, Daryl, what if somebody comes to me with a 10-unit apartment? Do you do any apartments at all? Yeah, we do apartments. Typically, we're involved in the smaller space when it comes to multifamily units, less than you know two or three million. We're not doing the large ones, five million and up. But typically, three million or less. <clears throat> We've done several apartments. Uh, loans, and we can do them as a hard money loan as well. We don't do 100% financing on the hard money side for multifamily, but we can do them for as little as 10% down, 10% of cost if there's some upside to it. So if they're purchasing a property and they're going to reposition it or do some upgrading, some uh, renovations and things like that, we can do it. Matter of fact, we did that um, the loan for um, Elissa on her first apartment complex down in, in Texas City. And for those of you who don't know who Alyssa is, she was the lady that had $4 in her bank account when she got fed up and decided to change her life and become a real estate investor. $4. Now she owns two little apartment complexes and a small self-storage complex. She's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So wonderful, in the 10 unit, let's say I've got an appraised value of a million bucks. I can pick it up for 600 needs a hundred in rehab. Do I do a two-step process? In other words, a hard money and then refinance it as soon as the rehab is done? Yeah, so on that one, so we, we look at the cost and we look at the value. So in that scenario, your total cost is 700000 So we would want a 10% down payment, which would be 70000 And then at closing, after closing, we would distribute the extra 100000 and and draws just like on a construction loan or on a, on a renovation loan. And if it appraises for a million bucks, we'll end up to 70%, so that's 700000 And so you can get into that deal for 10% down plus closing costs, which is a lot better than having to put down 20% plus the cost of the renovations. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah, small apartments is like that. We do those all day long. 
Very cool. All right, phone lines are open. If you've got a question, give us a call, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me. It's ask, I'm sorry, just Steve, Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com, Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com, and you can ask anything. Uh, if you got any questions about debt, building wealth, owning a rental property, just email us or give us a call. What's your portfolio look like right now? I know you're an investor too. Yeah, I've actually sold the, the remaining of my rental properties last year. I had several properties for several years and uh, liquidated the last two of them last year. I'm probably going to start buying some more maybe by the end of this year is when I'm targeting and, and mostly single family, maybe even a small, small multifamily project. Yeah, the we've seen the prices dropping. Um, we've had offers that were rejected, and then two months later, they come back, and they're like, well, let's talk again. We just picked up some apartment complexes, three of them, all of them appraised for at least $6 million more than we paid for them. So the blood is in the streets, <laughs> It's time to act. Um, I got an email from a guy a little while ago, and he's sitting on the sideline. He goes, yeah, I'm waiting for the great multifamily deals to come up. Buddy, it's right now. It may get a little better, but we're killing it right now. You better get off the sidelines and get in. Otherwise, you're going to get in too late. So do not sit on the sidelines. The opportunities are already here. And I love that guy who said, listen, when there's blood in the streets, you got to jump, you got to buy, even if it's your own blood. So some people who are whining because their property values have dropped, who cares? You've still got positive cash flow. You need to be buying more. This is the time to buy. And I I get your point. At the end of the year, it's probably going to be a lot better. Let's talk now about interest rates. Everybody I'm talking to, and the Fed has hinted at it, but then the other day they raised the rent rates again. Um, where do you see interest rates a year from now? Well, if I knew the answer to that question, I wouldn't be a yeah. mortgage industry. But, you know, I think most people have sticker shock right now when it comes to mortgage rates. You know, when I started in the industry 25 years ago, you know, we were lending money on a conventional basis at 8 or 9%, and they've been a lot higher than that in the past. Um, and when the rates got down into the sixes, people were ecstatic. So people need to keep that in perspective, especially during COVID and, you know, uh, the years after. The rates were artificially pushed down by the Fed to try to stimulate the economy. And that is, that is not a normal environment. That was a, a brief window in time. You know, and if you if, you're, if you were able to take advantage of it, I mean, God bless you, you know. I mean, I refinance my house, but that's not normal, you know. Being able to borrow money for 30 years, you can't even do that in any other country. And so right now, we're still at a very good interest rate environment, in my opinion. You know, on a primary residence, you're still, you know, right around 6%. And on investment property, you're in the 7th. You know, that is not expensive money at all. And so I think it's just people have that sticker shock in the last couple of years. So, you know, right now the rates haven't even moved up that much, even though the Fed has been raising because the Fed controls the short-term rates. 
The long-term rates are based off of the 10-year bond. So the 10-year bond has held steady. As a matter of fact, we have an inverted yield curve right now. So the rates have held steady. We're still in the sixes on a primary, still in the sevens on investment property. You know, hopefully those won't push up in the next, you know, several months. But they've been pretty steady the last six months, even though the Fed keeps raising. Yeah, the way that I put it is a little harsher than you, but it's the exact same point. It's we were spoiled little brats getting two and a half, three and a half, four percent rates of return. I'm sorry, four percent interest, and we got used to it. Now these are normal rates that we've got right now. They haven't even gone crazy, and they will lower them eventually. You know, the Fed did allude to 2024, but even if they don't. You know, we're still getting good cash flow off of these properties. All right, we got to get a break. Daryl, please hold on for about four minutes, and we'll talk more after the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned. They care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at ronnieandkathy.com. They sell over 900 homes a year and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor and you should too. The Matthews team and REMAX Legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show. I used to live down the dial a couple of notches during this time period in the morning, but I think I found a new home. And it's why I'm going to tune in. You gave them some very tough questions. You know, some of the toughest questions that I've heard an interviewer give a seasoned politician like that. And just like all seasoned politicians, before they answer the question, they run interference. The Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. Listen 24 hours a day on the radio or download our KSEV mobile app today. You can also listen online at ksevradio.com. Listening 24 hours a day makes listening better than ever. That's why we say you get it all. Great talk, news, weather, and traffic. AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Your home team for conservative talk radio. KSEV 700 AM, the voice of Texas. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. We are in the final segment of today's show. So if you've got a question for Daryl or myself, please call us right now. Do not procrastinate even a couple minutes because there's only a few minutes left. Um, Give us a call, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or 
email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Okay, this is a question from a Steve. He's just asking, can you help with flips as well? Yeah, absolutely. About half of the hard money loans we do are for flip transactions. And in that case, you don't refinance it later on. You just stay in the hard money till it sells. That's correct. So on a flip transaction, it's the same process. We're buying the property, doing the renovations. Then you're just going to put it on the market for sale and, and uh, with the goal of making a profit on it. And then how long does the hard money last before they have to pay any fees to extend it? How's that work? Typically, the hard money loan is six months long, and if they need to extend it, they, they can extend it in three-month increments after that. Yeah, because I had to do that one time with you on one, um, and it was just smooth as silk. I mean, I made a phone call, and you took care of it. Um, so, Steve, absolutely, he can help you with flipping as well. Um, and I want to be careful how I say this. If you're not refinancing, you don't have to have as good a credit to use the hard money when you're flipping. Is that correct? That's correct. So the, on, on, with most hard money lenders, credit doesn't really matter if you're flipping on uh, a transaction or flipping a property. But if, you're gonna, if your intention is to keep the property as a rental, that tells us as the lender that in order to get us paid off, that you're gonna have to go to another lender and get approved, and that's when credit comes into play. So you need to have at least about a 650 or 660 credit score if you're gonna keep it as a rental. If you're flipping, then credit, we're still going to pull your credit, but it's not going to be denied based on credit. Yeah, because there's a lot of people with just mediocre credit that are flipping using hard money, Steve. So don't worry too much about that. I would reach out to Daryl and just find out. You know, the worst case scenario is they say no, but in all probability, you're going to be able to do what you're trying to do, Steve. So thanks for the email. All right, phone lines are open, 281 281- Five five eight five seven three eight two eight one five five eight ksev or email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com. So, Daryl, we're, again, we're, we've only got a couple more minutes. Is there anything, any product, anything that you want to share with the listener? And the only thing that a lot of people are not aware of now is they have these debt service uh, coverage loans, which are very, very uh, useful for real estate investors or people that really have trouble documenting their income. You know, let's say they're a full-time real estate investor or maybe they just started being a full-time real estate investor and they can't get 30-year conventional money. We have debt service coverage loans that don't ask for tax returns, and they're really looking at what kind of income the property is going to be producing. And the rates are a little bit higher, but they're still not bad. We're still seeing rates in the low 8% range on a 30-year basis. So those are also very good loans. So if you don't have documentable income, don't think that you can't buy a rental property because we use these loans all the time. Wow, that's a powerful tool, especially for, like you said, some people, all they've got are a bunch of rent houses, and that's their income. Their tax returns sometimes show very little after depreciation. And a lot of mortgage companies, they're not good at understanding Hey, he actually made seventy thousand, but he had forty thousand in depreciation. So it looks like he only made thirty, but he really made seventy. 
they don't understand that, but you guys do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, when you're dealing with mortgage companies, you know, a lot of them are just not set up to deal with investors and understand their tax returns because they don't do a lot of them. They do mostly primary residences. So it always helps me go with someone who understands the investor side. And what year did you start? Do you remember right offhand? I got into the mortgage industry in 1996, and then I started Nova Mortgage in 2003. So we just celebrated our 20th anniversary at Nova, but I've been doing this a lot longer. Wow, congratulations, 20 years. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, that is awesome. Okay, I'm going to let you go because I've got a couple other questions, but they're non-mortgage related. Uh, Thank you so much for calling in today and all the great information. Remember, you can find Daryl at noblemortgage.com. That's noblemortgage.com. Go get pre-approved and get out there. Start accumulating these rent properties or start flipping whatever you want to do. And remember, he can also help you with small apartments. I guess two to three million is about the max, but uh, check him out. All right. Thanks again, Daryl. Thanks, Steve. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Okay, let's hit these. This first question is kind of long. Um, I'm going to try to summarize it. Okay, think of it like this. He's asking why you don't pay cash for real estate other than the time issue, the fact that you'd run out of time, you're going to die before you can actually buy enough real estate to get wealthy. The other reason is because it cuts your rate of return down by as much as 70-80%. The example I tried to give, and I guess I gave it ineffectively, was if you go out and buy a $300,000 house, and let's say you get it for two fifty dollars after rehab and everything, so you got two fifty dollars in it, and you paid the two fifty dollars in full, and you make $1,000 a month, well, that's $12,000 a year, but you have to divide that by the $250,000 to get your rate of return. So... Let me do this real quick. 12,000 divided by 250,000. That's about a 5% rate of return, 5% rate of return. Well, let's take one of my average rent properties. Five, I only get $500 a month cash flow because it's got a mortgage. So 500 is 6,000 a year divided by the 15,000 that I've got in the deal, that's a 40% rate of return. And I was able to buy what? What's 250 divided by 15,000? I was able to buy 17 houses with $250,000. 17 times 500, I've got $8,500 a month in cash flow. You've got 1,000. I own 17 homes. I've got $8,500 a month in cash flow. You've got one home and $1,000 a month cash flow. That's why you use leverage in real estate. It allows you to build wealth and preserve your biggest 
asset, which is your time, your time, your life. So I hope that helps. Okay, we got one more question from Julie. Julie is, thank you for the kind words about the show. All of my money is tied up in IRAs. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, you have a little cash, but that's a big chunk in that IRA. Um, here's what you need to know. And remember, I talk at the beginning of the show about improving your financial IQ. Julie, you're about to improve your financial IQ. You can use your IRA to buy real estate without tax or penalty. Let me say that again. You can use your IRA or 401k, any retirement plan as a rule, to buy real estate without tax or penalty. I'm teaching a Saturday class this weekend, Julie, and I will explain that in great detail and show you how you could turn, I know you don't want me to tell everybody, but I'll tell you this, you could be making 200 grand a year with the money you've got. I don't know how much you make at your job, but I bet it's less than 200 grand a year. You could retire yourself. It'd take about a year, year and a half to do it, maybe two years. But you could retire yourself in the next two years with that money, Julie. All right. We're at the end of the show. I want to thank everybody for listening. And, of course, thank my special guest, Daryl Dyke of noblemoney.com. That's noblemoney.com. Get over there, get pre-approved, and start using mortgages to build wealth for yourself and your family. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.